Auto sequence start in five, four, three, two, one. Well, hello there. Welcome, my fellow mild-mannered mammals, to another installment of Canned Conversation. My name is Andrew, and with me, as always, my good friend, Stephen. Well, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Life is treating you okay? Life is treating me fine. Busy, but okay. I had a hiccup the other day. My wife came up to me and asked me what mansplaining meant. <laughs> I didn't know how to proceed. I could see your quandary there. <laughs> There's no good answer for that. All right. Do I have the uh, ting? No, I'll just give it an applause. Oh, yeah, I do. Here we go. <laughs> Never heard you do both. All right. I don't use that. I don't pull that one out a lot. That was obviously a good a, a dad joke. I heard another really good one, too, about uh, why did they think the IT professional may have been touching young, young children? Oh, no. Why? Everything he exported was a PDF file. Oh. <laughs> He's a PDF file. <laughs> Got it. I'm with you. Holy Moses, we need dad that. jokes to get started. That per- perfect. All right. Hopefully that makes your life getting treated, however, better. Makes you smile. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. I'm looking for a laugh if, if, wherever I can find one. Use that PDF file as many times as you want to. <laughs> PDF file. Being an IT person, you know, yeah. it's it just scratches yeah. the right laugh it itch. I'm Agreed. like, I've never heard it. No. Uh, that way and thought of it that way. Now, every time I see a PDF file, you're going to be like, this is not, I'm not going to open it. <laughs> right. Everything's a JPEG or a That's TIFF right. or, uh, or PowerPoint going forward. Yep. All right. As the name of our show suggests, one of us brings a new, unique, or rare canned beverage to try. And while we tickle our tonsil with it, it tickle our tonsils <laughs> with its contents, we will engage in the most entertaining and enlightening conversation and try to actually get through it without stumbling like I'm doing now. Perfect. Today's topic being my, manners and etiquette. Not minors. That's a, I that's think a I know different what you, day. I think I know what you need. Manners and etiquette. I know. I need a can. Later in the show, we'll review and rate the canned beverage and let you know if you should try it while providing no help beyond the questions everyone already knows the answer to at your local trivia night. Has that happened to you before? It's 100%. I'm like, I'm here for the food. And if you don't know one, I'll try. But I probably won't know it either. There's 10 people here. Trivia nights for me are like golf. Like, I need, I'm trying to get one good shot in. Right. That's it. Like, that one shot goes, yeah, I was pretty good that one time. Remember that? I drove like 250 yards and it went straight that one time. Right. Perfect. Every once in a while, that, one answer. that question will come up, and I'm the only one that knows, yeah, and I'm like, like journey drop. or whatever. And you're like, everybody's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, write down journey. I'm 100% sure it's journey. <laughs> I'm just going to come over here and eat my Crave case now. So uh, right. you guys got the rest of this? Good. All right. Or they, it's a tennis question. They all look at you and go, didn't you play tennis? <laughs> yeah, but I don't know everything about tennis. It's right. Yvonne Lindell. Hmm. But anyway. Keep going. Know that. So. Uh, excellent. All right. Um, yeah, I definitely need can to straighten you out. You do. It's a mess. This linguistic... uh, Just a mess. Somersaults, I seem to be doing. All right, so so this is what we do to get things started. You witch. Batman, with all your many attributes, you haven't learned the first thing about good manners. A gentleman would kiss a lady's hand. another bit of a softball for the line for you to guess it, it says batman it says in, the t- <laughs> in the title right in the title or in the, in the uh, thing i'll give you yeah. bonus points for knowing it's if you know it's not really a movie it is the show do you, know, do you remember who played batman in that adam west or something yay, yay you. yay i'm Skim so around. good at this um excellent job on that so yeah Thanks. adam uh, uh, west batman era and uh that was uh him talking to catwoman there you go. So, uh, yeah, let's get into this can because this yeah. is a fun can that I found. And I'm like, we have never, ever done a sangria. And I saw a sangria in a can. And I have an affinity for peach. Yeah. Uh, so you've got the best was, of both worlds. Right. This was a bango, bango, bongo. Yeah. Um, I was hyped about it. So from St. James Winery, which is uh, in the great state of uh, Missouri, um, established in 1970. Uh, comes a peachy sangria. 
Uh, it is a sparkling sangria, uh, clocking in at um, 375 milliliters or 12 Florida ounces, 6.5% alcohol by volume, made with 100% real fruit, uh, gluten-free, no added flavors. So it's straight up peach and wine and whatever goes into a sangria. So normally when I've had, had sangria at like, you know, gatherings, yeah. um, it, it seems to be a lot, you know, stuff in a pitcher, yeah. uh, variations of wine and, yeah. and, and, uh, and, and other goods. <laughs> yeah. So this so. makes me laugh because there's a picture of a wine bottle and it says one can equals half a bottle of wine. That makes me slightly nervous. <laughs> at only 6.5. I know. That's weird, right? Yeah. I don't think that's interesting. right. Well, uh, I, I don't mean, know. We're, I'm not we'll questioning out. the statistics on here. I just think that's not really, I don't know. Okay. Six, six point five percent alcohol, twelve ounce can, twelve Florida ounces, and then, but it equals a one half of a bottle of wine. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I read that right. So uh, the very small print on this, it uh, does say it doesn't uh, get any closer to the orchard than this. Our peachy sangria delivers on a, a trio of ripe, mouthwatering peach flavors, juicy moscato, uh, and a bun- and a touch of raspberry. Pair with. Uh, Every you know some pairing stuff and all that. I won't get yeah into the other pieces of it, but so a Moscato wine pairs with good peach, good discussion about manners, and then some some sparklies put yeah. into it. So uh, I'm hyped and I can't wait to try it. Awesome. All right. all right. Yes. So let's talk about where have good manners gone, if anywhere. Um. So that's kind of just how I wanted to get this uh, started. Here is um. I think it start, there were a couple of things that came up in my life um, okay. where I go, huh, um, that doesn't seem right. Now, some of them are manners and etiquette. Okay. More etiquette, some of them. Okay. So I kind of you know lumped the two together. Uh, but I'll tell you the, the genesis of this thought. And um, my youngest child is not yet old enough to drive, but she's old enough to have friends and want to go hang out. And yep. So she asks... Uh, you know, hey, dad, can you take me to my friend's house or this hangout spot? And I say, yeah, sure. Um, and I take her and then I go, hey, by the way, how are you getting home? And uh, she'll go, um, I was hoping I could get a ride. Okay. So any any thought provoking in you, in you when you hear that? So if you're touching it from a manners perspective. Um, manners and etiquette. Yeah. Like. There's an inconvenience factor when you're asking someone to do something. You should probably prepare them with some expectations around what you actually need. Like, I would, is there any way you could take me to this place? I will also need a ride home <laughs> yes. all at once. So you have all all the expectation up front. That would be super nice. That is very nice. Um, that would be probably the most polite thing to do. I'm guessing that's not really what happens. And I'm wondering if it's just the ability to plan well. Well, so that is an item that I have talked with her about, Mm -hmm. right? Because she tends to give me half the information and then drop the other half right at the time. Yeah, just in in time information. But that's not really (laughs) where I was going with it was I said, hey, you're going to hang out with a friend. Um, Do they have parents? And she's like, yes. And I go, back in my day, I know that's kind of an old man speak, right? Get off my lawn. Yep. But back in my day... If my parents took me to some place, then the other parents brought Would me drive home. you home. Yeah, was that not the case in in your uh, youth? I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying attention and was super not polite because I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I think they took turns a lot. Yeah, like turns. Yeah, like hey, Steve wants to hang out with his friend. You know, sometimes his. Mom or dad would come pick me up, and sometimes my right. mom would drop me off. Right. And, yeah, so I think there was turns involved. Sure, right? Not not one sh- person. Uh, it, it seems too that, it, and especially if it's a not house of that person, if it's a hangout spot. Oh, where well, they're having to drive it. Like every parent has to drive anyway. Efficiency makes it. Why would everyone drive separate? Right. <laughs> you know? um, and I, so I, you know, I, I asked, "Hey, did did they offer to like it, to me?" It's etiquette, right? Like to go, hey, your kid and my kid want to hang out. You do one, I go the other. You know, I don't know. Did That's you, just me. Did you take their kid to the place? Uh, that particular circumstance, no. Did you ask? Well, I did, actually. I and said, so, I, does she need a ride or he need a ride? Right. I said, hey, I can I can drive one way. Uh-huh. And, um, and my daughter Somebody was like, else? no, they'll, be our, they'll already be there. Um, do you think it's just people are starting to be more in their bubble now? They're only taking care of their own stuff? Yeah, uh, it used to more be a community raising your kid. Now it's not as much. 
Yeah, and it's and it's not and it's not reaching out to to be. Um, I don't want to say friends because you don't have to necessarily be friends with your kids' friends, um, parents, but at least a a, 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 mod, a sense of hey, our kids are hanging out, so it's not it's okay if we converse or you know you know and and I think there's less of that. Yeah, I don't sure. think yeah I don't think parents know who their kids are, know know the parents of their kids as as frequently as they Agreed. did when we were like Agreed. it used to be you kind of needed to know the parents needed to know each other know of each other have talked to each other once in their life in order for you guys, for kids to be able to hang out correctly, yeah. like go places together. So I don't think they do that anymore. It's just less go, of it. Go drop your kid off somewhere. Somebody else's kid meet you there. Who, who knows who they are. So it got me thinking. Okay. And I agree with you completely. So like, uh, that's kind of where some of these are coming from, you know, hang on to that theory. Of, okay. You know, in today's age, is it different than say 20, 40, 50 years ago? Uh, so I kind of broke these out into some sections because, you know, me. Um, so uh, you work. Right. I'm going to go, you know, I'm, I kind of, you know, just was jotting things down and I'm like, family and friends. All right. If you're talking with someone and their device dings with a notification, what do you expect to occur? And, and you can answer in terms of family, direct family and friends. You know, it's like somebody, so not just a stranger on the street. You're talking to someone that you know and, you know, well. Their device dings. What is your expectation of what will occur? So, um, what's rude is to answer or look at your phone and see what's going on, as if that's more important than the conversation you're having. Super rude. I do it all the time. I'm, <laughs> especially at home. Like I'll be on my phone and somebody's they're having a conversation, and I'm like, you know, trying to text with somebody, and I'm like, yeah, I, I got you. We'll do that. You know, no, put your phone down. Have a conversation with the person in, like in front of you, like. It should be a cue, right? Like you should take a number and go, okay, this person has my has number 37 for the day. I'm now serving 37. I'm going to have my conversation with you, and then I'm now serving 38, which is this text that's on my phone, like a deli counter, counter right? Yeah, yes. And I agree. I don't completely. Do that, oh, so you're you're the bad guy. Oh, I think, I'm a in jerk that, like that. that. My yeah. wife will tell you I'm a jerk. Sorry. <laughs> well, that's my point now, and I and uh, I'm – I'm not trying to like virtue signal here or anything on any of these, right? Because there's some. I'm going to bring up ones that I'm bad at too, but on on this one, uh, it's Pavlo's it, dog it's for me. Really, though. it really is one of my. And my poor wife will tell you because um, we'll be talking, and and she'll pick up her phone and so you know and and I immediately stop, and sometimes I'll just walk away. Because <laughs> and she's like, uh, and what? She, right? And she's like, uh, this was. Um, I just needed this real quick, real quick, and I go. Um, Whenever you're done, let me know when you have an allotment of time. Yep. And Pencil me in for she five, hates stri- when I do five that. straight minutes. That's and, what I need. And I apologize, you know, because it's, I am sort of passive aggressively, you know, being like, yeah. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm talking. I don't always talk to you. You have a lot of hours in the day. You right. can get to that. And a text shouldn't be immediate. Like, so that right. they're dovetails. not call- Yeah. They're not calling you. They're texting you. It will sit there for a while. Yeah, and that dovetails into my next one is how long is it acceptable to reply to a text? I'm horrible at this. You I'm are. Horrible. I'm horrible at everything. <laughs> I don't. I think I may need to be on medication. Miss Manners did not. No. Um, so teach you well. I think it's within a week, um, <laughs> <laughs> give or take two days. Um, I, I don't know. There's some things I, I, I think about and want to come back to because I don't know, like I'm not ready to respond to it yet or I need to have a conversation. Sure. And then I just don't because you know, I've, I've got a, 18 other things that oh, came yeah. on top of that. And I'm like, crap, I never did get back. Like I'm horrible. I'm a horrible communicator. Yeah, I know I've done that. I think everybody I'm sure has. You, my friend. Are horrible. You uh, <laughs> you, uh, you take the cake sometimes. And, and it's funny because I'll go, hey, by the way, remember that? Te- I sent, so I sent you this text and you're like, did I never reply to that? Yeah, but, but I 100% read it, right? Like, and I go, oh, I need it. And I'll think about something. I'll be like, oh, I, need, I probably need to respond. But I'm going to check on something. And then I'll never go back. Like, it just never happens. I don't know why. What do you think the, if, if you weren't you what, and you were talking to you and said, hey, you can improve on something, what do you think the appropriate answer is? What do you think about? Uh, get on medication or, so you can focus on one damn task at a time. <laughs> well, I mean, just how long do you think it should take uh, you to If respond? I weren't me... Um, I think you have a text and you and you get it. I think you have probably four to six hours to respond. I'll give you twenty four. I'll say 20, okay. within a day. 
that gives you because you never know when it's coming. Because if you need right? me, it comes you in at should seven. Call me. Right, like if you need to know something now, you should call. Agreed. But so to my where I was kind of going is like if you get it at seven at night and you're kind of like, oh, I'm in my family time thing, yeah. and um, and then tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go to work. Yep. Uh, so I'm going to find some time. I give you 24 is what I think. Now I'm not Miss Manners, right? Which reminds me, I did when I was looking up some of these because I'm like, is there a source for this? And you it's, know that um, Miss Manners, that's still a thing. Yes. Huh. Um, to this, and, and that started uh, back in 1922. So 100 years ago, uh, Emily Post, um, it's, it's called Etiquette by Emily Post. And the first edition was 1992. Huh. Uh, it's in its 19th edition. And if you go to emilypost.com, uh, they have a podcast for manners. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's, that's cool. Um, huh. And then articles, but then they, the book, you can actually get your hands on the full book. Do they have something that tells you how to be better at it? Not just tell you that you're doing it wrong. Well, they, they suggest what the etiquette is. is. So if you are doing it wrong, you they should say stop. conform to our book okay. and you, and you will be uh, more polite in society. Okay. You will help society. Use the system of rules and conventions uh, that we've all sort of want to be in place. All right. Um, so should you stand and greet someone nowadays uh, if they come into a room? Um, I think I try to. I think it's, yeah. I mean, it, there are certain people that, like, depends on the relationship. If you're meeting someone for the first time, I think you should. Mm -hmm. Somebody brings in a new boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Right. And, or, like, you meet somebody's, whatever, professionally, you probably should. If, like... You're like, hey, hey, brother. Like, if you came in, like, we went to the same wedding and we drove separately, right? Like, right. And you come right. to the table. I'm not going to greet you. <laughs> I'm not going to, like, stand up and bow or something. Or I don't, you hand. know what's funny is I think you would actually stand up. I, I might. Because um, I, I think it's almost ingrained in, in certain generations. I don't know if the younger generation is just something I thought of where I'm like, uh, there's been a couple of times where I'm like, I'm sitting and someone said, you don't have to get up. And I felt like I was pushing myself not to. Right. Right. I'm like, this doesn't feel right. And then I, I will get up anyway. And I'm like, here, let me shake your hand. You know, um, have you, so have you ever rushed to someone to <laughs> allow them to not get up so you can like give them a hug while they're sitting down and just be like done with it? No, I've never rushed to anyone to give them a hug. I, I figured you had. I, that I seems like something you would do. <laughs> I've upgraded my touch software, but yeah, it's not, it's not quite the 3.0. There's no rush version. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's all. That's awesome. My touch software. It that is maybe one of the highlights of 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 this whole thing. Yeah, when you're like, I've upgraded. And my family loves it too now because I like I will you know, <laughs> give someone a hug and they're like, Oh, I love that you upgraded your software. That's that's awesome. Um, all right, uh, all right. Um, here's one that is in my family. So I asked, I reached out to my family before this, and I said, okay, Give you did me research. Yeah, I said, Give me some. Um, actually, I said, I thought this was gonna. I I, I sort of phrased it in a, if you had a complaint box in the family. Give me some of your complaints of stuff that people do around the house that, you know, oh, you wow. don't like to do. And uh, I said, just, you know, I'm not going to try to fix them right here, but I'm, I'm going to bring them to the podcast for entertainment and all the, all of our uh, right for people to laugh our listeners us. to yeah, listen. Absolutely. To. Uh, and here's one of mine um, that I tell that I comes up, but then one of my children also brought this up and this happens okay. in our house. I don't know if it happens in yours. If there's one or more people in a shared room and they're watching or listening to their device, so let's say it's the living room, family room, and they're like watching a, a show on yep. their phone and you come in and you want to turn on the TV. What's the etiquette there? Ooh. Uh, your device is mobile. The TV is not. Um, although I, I'm torn on this one. I, I, so in our house, the TV is rarely not on. So I think it holds precedence <laughs> over a mobile device. It, yeah. And I, I, I probably do it every once in a while. I hope nobody else can hear it, but I've watched I've, the TVs on. I don't care about what's on and I'm browsing through Instagram reels. Right. right? And there's, there's volume to it. Right. Yes. And I want to be able to hear it, but I don't want to disrupt everybody else. So I'll turn <laughs> it way down, but it drives me crazy when somebody's listening to their phone. Right. And there's, like it's loud enough to where everybody can hear it and the TV's going, I'm like, you got to shut that thing down. <laughs> I'm not okay with that. And the younger folks have grown up more with devices. So I see my kids will yep. tend um, for me, you know, in our generation, I think we're like, dude, I got this 60 inch television, right? You're with looking some sound crap right. on a four inch screen. If I can, I'm going to put it up on that thing, you yep. know, where they'll be sitting on a couch in front of the off TV, watching a show 
on yeah. the on a tiny little screen on on a streaming device that they could watch on <laughs> right. the TV. Yeah, because we have streaming on the TV yeah. now, and so yeah, and so when I come in, I go, I I uh, I announce, I'm going to turn the TV on. I hear you watching a show. I announce, put your earbuds in because you have that you know ability. And sometimes I get side eyed, you know, like oh, I was here first. Yeah, but you have the but, ability to put earbuds in. I can't, right? Like, that's the thing. <laughs> you could use your earbuds. You can use the technology to your advantage, but you yeah. should just watch it on the big screen. Why wouldn't you do that? Uh, it's generational. You'd um, be blind by the time you're 40. Who cares? But there's an etiquette sort of to that. And, um, and yeah, it, so that uh, it comes up, and you know, I, I, I try to be nice about it and say I'm giving – and I'll give them five minutes. Like, I, I'm giving you a five-minute warning. I'm going to go put some dishes away or whatever. I'm going to come back. I'm going to turn on the TV. Give you some time. That's way find nicer. Some I would be, I'd be like, TV <laughs> on. And then you just turn up the volume. Yeah, or you're just like, it's on 40 out. now. <laughs> Can't hear yours. My TV can get louder than your phone. Just kidding. That's All fine. right. It's one of my children also, and I and I agree with this. I think this happens more. I noticed it. Uh, we had Mother's Day not that long. You know, we hosted, and this comes up a lot in family togetherness, but uh, interrupting someone while they're talking and sort of like they're telling a story. And they're like, oh, I was at the pool. And you're like, oh, I was at the pool the other day. You know, like just just one-off little comments. Yeah. Uh, or they say a name. And you're like, oh, what is that person doing? Right. You know, hold on to that thought. Like, And they might try to say, oh, hold on. We'll come back. You know, but it seems like in yesteryear, <laughs> that's the oldest thing I could think of. My goodness. No one, like interrupting, I feel like back in the day was pretty uncouth, right? But now it seems like everybody's got something to say, so they just cannot wait to get it out. Yeah. I, I think so what do you think about that? I think it happened. I thought that once too. <laughs> no, okay. I'm sorry. That was obviously a joke. <laughs> sorry. Um, not sorry. Um, so yeah, I think my family probably does that. I, I, know, I know our family does that. Like people get jacked up about a story and somebody's like – two out of the three people in the room or two out of the four people in the room were at that thing. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, Oh yeah, but what about this? And you're mm-hmm. like, it's not my, it's like their, their story to tell. And I, for some reason got to jump into it or my, it's my story to tell and you're jumping all over it. Right. Um, I've got, I've got one family member that hates it. Um, I'm like, it's their pet peeve. Like when you interrupt and so they're just, just shut it, shut it down. <laughs> like you're going to interrupt. I've turned it off. Right. Done. You missed your chance to hear the story. So, so I know it's a pet peeve, but yeah, my poor youngest, um, it, it really, uh, it you can her. tell her you're right. And she doesn't always say something. Uh, and I think, you know, she kind of thinks, oh, I'm the youngest. So everybody's just going to jump on and, and I'm kind of, you know, and I'm, and sometimes I really try to go, okay, tell me, you know, yeah. get back. Let's, let's not lose. And, you know, but that's a big pet peeve of, of hers, not only here with our family, but she'll talk about at school, you know, people are, she's like, I'm trying to say something. And somebody else chimes in with something that it's they want to talk about. It's all the tangential stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like that you're like, yeah, it's that person. Oh, I know a story about that person. Well, I'm telling a story about that person. Leave me alone. Now on the, and so, uh, again, adjacent to that. Mm-hmm. Now this is something that does bother me a little, grinds my gears. Okay. I'm talking to you. Uh-huh. Say you have a, any type of kid really, but it tends to happen with some, uh, less than teenage, maybe, or maybe even teenagers, but the kid comes up and starts talking to you about something and you go, hold on just a minute. And you address little Sally or little, uh, uh, Joey. Um, and that irks me from, I, and, and it I irks go, you because it's a parenting moment where yeah. you, you go, Hey, you should be teaching the child that the, you don't interrupt. Just give it a minute and right. say, Hey, I need your attention. And then stand there patiently for a second till I'm done talking. Then I'll address you. But people don't teach their yeah, kids. Yeah, unless that. Sally's on fire and Joey's coming to tell right. that she's on fire, then, you know, yeah, then the parent should say, like, one second, I'm talking. I, I will uh, get to you in just a moment. You wait for that natural time and you go, okay, it's your turn. But I, I feel like that doesn't happen like yeah. now, right? Like it, it's all of a sudden kids talking, oh, hold on. Like they tell me to hold on. Yeah. And you're like, damn it, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm way older than that person. <laughs> right. <laughs> Listen to my words. Right. Sally's not on fire. She's right. fine. Teach your kid. Yeah, that's, that's what band aids are for. That'll stop the bleeding. That's right. All right. So now let's let's talk about who gets the leftovers. This is a family uh, uh, thing. Are they leftovers from a restaurant? Um, either way, um, because what came to mind was um, you know pizza. 
and in our house, and, and as kids got older, right, like little kids didn't care about leftovers, right? They were just like, hey, make me something. You know, it's very, they didn't, but now that they're getting older, you know, it seems like they really like something for dinner and they're like, oh, I'm going to, I want those leftovers. Well, I'll eat it for lunch because I'm, you know, I'm yeah. like, hey, leftovers are, I work from home yeah. a lot. I'm just going to grab yeah, this. It's, it's whatever's it's in the super fridge. easy. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then the poor kid comes home who's, it's their favorite, one of their favorites, like spaghetti in our house, like a kid, I have huh. one that it's their favorite meal. And they'll, you know, so they're now like, they were waiting for the spaghetti to eat it as leftovers. Poor thing is taken to taking out spaghetti and putting it in her own container. Uh, that's enough for her for and leftovers, like and then it? put it yes, and then putting it into the fridge. But like somebody take you know for pizza, I ate know. my kid's pizza today for lunch, <laughs> literally today. And, uh, and any feedback because, on that? No, she doesn't know. Um, <laughs> I'm sure she hasn't noticed, but she also won't eat it. She'll. I mean, mm. I don't think she would. Uh-huh. I feel like I have I have specific rules because now that I've thought about this, the specific rule is if it was cooked for family dinner, open form. Whoever it. wants to eat. The meal that was cooked in the house gets to eat it. Don't care as long as it gets eaten, so you don't waste it. Sounds good. If it comes from a restaurant, and it was somebody, if it's your meal, you yeah. people have to ask you permission to eat that leftover thing that came from a restaurant that you that you ordered. So I think before I go eat my wife's red lobster or whatever she, you know, like I should ask her first and go, hey, can I have that? That's hers because it's in a box that she specifically right. had right. to carry. Yes, yes. So she cared for it. She cared for it. She brought it home. She put it in the fridge. She did work <laughs> yeah, on, on yeah. just that to make sure that she had that piece right. of whatever it was. So yeah, you should ask permission if it's a restaurant thing. If it's home cooked meal, it's it's a free for all when it hits the fridge. Yeah, agreed. First come, first serve. I like it. Um, all right, here's another one that came from my family uh, as a, in the complaint box the complaint that box. I asked nice. for, but I asked for it, and I already knew it. I, in fact, I uh, some, someone in the group chat of the family said, "Can you give us an example?" And I said, "Yes, here's my example. Hey, um, can you have one of your employees stop taking the stuff I've come in and just set down and putting it someplace that I don't know where they put it, uh, especially if it's someplace that I don't deem as clean." Uh, so just to translate, that would be me. I'm okay. the employee in the establishment. Yep. Um, people will come in and drop stuff in a shared space. Yeah. It'll sit for a while. Table counter, countertop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, at some point, I just go, I'm sick of seeing this. It's taken up a bunch of room. You know me. Uh, that's I'm like, I don't like clutter. So I grab it, and I'll try to put it in the right room. But sometimes I mess up on whose it is. <laughs> Especially shoes, because now they all wear about the same size. Right, and, all, <laughs> and I'm yeah. guessing. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and or if they are shoes, I'll throw them out in the garage. And apparently, the rest of the family thinks that there's spiders and mice and whatever that are going to crawl in there, and um, and it won't be wearable. So, what are your what are your feelings on shared space, not shared items being dropped and left? Uh, What's the etiquette of the house? I mean. If you're asking, so that's two different things. What is the, what is etiquette? What is good etiquette? And then what do I do? Which one? (laughs) I don't think they're the same. Answer however you deem you should. I think my wife would tell you that I leave stuff around. I put things (laughs) down and I walk off and I forget it's there. Yeah. Um, which is probably the exact problem you're dealing with at your house when people put stuff on the counter and go, oh, yeah, I can always see it when I walk by and know where it's at. I'll come back and get that at some point. And you just never do. It sits there for days. Um proper etiquette's take care of your stuff, <laughs> right? Like you shouldn't make, you shouldn't inconvenience others. It's just like freedom of everything else, right? Like your, your freedom shouldn't infringe on mine. <laughs> right. Your, your, this shared space, your possession shouldn't infringe on my ability to use that same shared space. Although it's probably not, it just annoys you. It's not infringing upon your. It, it, yeah. It's kind of, it. That, that's a hard one, but you should take care of your stuff in reply and rebuttal. They'll, they'll say, uh, will allow me to retort. Right. And they'll say this whole house is sort of a, you know, it's all of ours, right? So like if I put something on the counter, it's our counter. It's my counter too, right? essentially. Who's to say that doesn't belong on, that's okay. What's the time limit? Like if I set, if I set a pair of shoes on your counter. Well, I'm going to piss you off because it's shoes. Yeah. Shoes shoes shouldn't be on the counter to begin with, but still. Well, we've gotten to a point. Everything evolves. So we've gotten to a point where if you start to put it down, I'll go put those into your room before you set them down. Before I set them on fire in the trash can. If I see you start to set them down, I try to circumvent the whole thing and go like, hey, why don't you put that in your room? I I don't know. Take a few more steps. 
and just put it in there. And that goes over well? No. Okay. And then <laughs> if it if if it happens that it's there, I'll look at it and I'll go, huh, okay. And then a few hours, a couple hours into the evening, if yeah. it goes into the evening and I know you've come into that room at least a couple of times and haven't dealt with it. So it doesn't make it 24 hours in that. No, not usually. I'm, and You're talking like two to four hours. Yeah, I'm talking by the end of the evening. I, yeah. Stuff evening be being like nighttime starts at like seven or eight. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. So before seven. Right. Yeah. Or in, in yeah, or if I get up to go to bed and I see stuff, or yeah, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> or if I see it the next morning. How, uh, how have they not learned this lesson yet? They would. They would again want to retort on that to say it's not a lesson they should learn; it's a lesson I should learn. Oh, but, well, yeah, I, but still, usually something changes behavior. We're like, I'm sick of this, and then they just change behavior because they're sick of it. But maybe not. <laughs> All right. All right, let's get into another round. We've talked about family okay. for a little bit, but uh, I want to touch on some driving stuff um, and a couple other shopping. I got some some shopping ones, a couple. These are less because I only have a couple because okay. um, we've talked a lot different driving uh, things, but I'm like, in the terms of manners, this has come up recently more so, and so it was on, t- on mind, okay. right? When a car goes to enter your lane, um, do you, you speed up, slow down, get aggressive, to not let them come over, or do you let them in? Um, depends on how they're acting. So act like a normal driver. Put your blinker on. I need to come over. I will let you in. I will slow down to let you in. Act like a complete jackhole where you're trying to go use the right lane to speed by a bunch of people and like pass and like do all kinds of crazy crap. You're not getting in. I'll be aggressive <laughs> as hell. I can't help it. I'm talking more normal circumstances. Like I will, I, if people put their blinker on, I'll, I'll, I'll let them in. If you want to okay. get over and everybody's driving normal and there's normal traffic, I'll just, I just I I can back off. I can ease off my gas pedal, let you come over, and it's all good. Like I don't have any problem with that at all. I, I, don't I, you think that's polite? I do, uh, and I feel like I, I feel again. I'm not trying to signify anything that I'm some sort of I'm the best, uh, I, but I do feel like I try to think of other people and go, hey, well, they didn't necessarily know a turn was coming up, um, so they're trying to get over. And I'm going to let them, right? Because I would want the same in my shoes. But I feel like when I've been going to get over, people have been people getting more aggressive. Yeah. Right? And uh, at first, I used to tell, my wife would say, oh, they're not doing that on purpose. They're being a jerk about it. And I'm like, well, maybe they just didn't see your blinker. Didn't, right. you know, they're off in their own headspace listening to a podcast like ours. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> and right. And uh, and they're just not seeing you. Yeah. And uh, she she was like, no, I, I think That's they purposeful. did it on purpose. Yeah. And I'm like, I think I'm seeing that more often. Um, and I'm, I'm curious. I'm like, is it just people feels like they're getting more aggressive? I think driving is getting more aggressive. Um, I like to speed. Not going to lie <laughs> to you. Um, but there's there's some really aggressive drivers that are are they, they don't leave a lot of room between them and the other person. They they kind of sneak into tra- in and out of people. Like there there's just no. I'm like, dude, you you're a foot from my bumper. How are you getting over right now? It's crazy town. Like, be respectful. Like that. I feel like if I I will try to drive respectfully, yeah. most of the time. Uh, here's another. I oh, this is coming up a lot. Um, so we don't have to st- spend time on this, but just parking in more than one spot. Oh, yeah. I took a picture the other day of a uh, this. It, I was walking to my car, I was outside Sam's and this truck pulled up and it was taking up four spaces. I mean, it was in the, you know, like it was like, it was a target, right? where the lines were that, that the middle oh, dissection like just, yeah. was, he was over the top of four spaces. And I thought I was going to my car and he was just parking there and people were getting out. And I'm like, maybe he's letting people out here. No, he and got they, out and went in. Yeah. And I'm sitting in my car and they left and I'm like, that is four spaces. I, I mean, two is bad, right? That's a jerk move. If you don't want people near your car, park in the back and walk. Yeah. You I, don't drive a Lamborghini. <laughs> You're driving a truck. I get trucks but even if you want, I don't like door dings. I, I hate them. So I purposefully park I, away. I park right. Uh, yeah. To my family's dismay, because wherever we go, I'm like, it's, I don't want to park next to Yeah, it's to a quarter mile walk. No people don't what. seem to care. They'll just open their door and let it hit your car, and they're like, mm, yeah. Yeah. But, but to take up four. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people take up two. Right. Um, and also, I think I've seen a lot of trucks pull, like, go to a pull-through, and when they, like, you know, two, right. and they pull yes. through, but they don't go all the way through, and yeah. so their bed's sitting in one space and they're in the other. Right. It's not side by side. No, two. it's, it's two it's back and forth. Lengthways too, <laughs> yeah. right? And you're like, which doesn't even make sense to me. Which means if I have a truck, I can't pull in behind you. Right. 
because there's I, my truck barely fits in spots anyway. Like I feel like it's these damn things are too big for parking. And spots. cars can still park right next to yours. Right. Uh, so I don't understand that one. I don't either. Unless you are towing something, and I've seen that where I, you kind yeah. of pull up and you're taking up back yeah. and forth space. But yeah. I don't know. And then I put in here, so we spent more time on that one than I thought, but um, uh, I also noticed uh, the blocking the box. This came up again. This came up recently. I, w I was in the car. Mailbox? When you get stuck in the middle of an intersection oh. because you refuse to stop at the green. You know, there's a green light, but you see there's a line that's waiting to for whatever is causing, like maybe a light that's up there, whatever. And you're like, I'll go through this green. I'll sit and you're in the middle, sitting in the, in middle, the middle of the section, the, intersection, yeah. and you're not. And then it, tr it turns red, and you're still sitting there. And, and the people that need to go across, yeah, you've you've screwed up everyone. <laughs> like right. you've basically parallel parked in the middle of an intersection. Yeah, and then they look around as if they don't. They're like, oh my gosh, yeah, well, what's happening? Like, cause you're, I, and there's some people get really aggressive about that. They're on the cross, right. That get, and they'll just lay on their horn, right? Yeah, like, like they're yeah. not going anywhere, but like they're making a point. Yeah. Right. And they're, and you see the people are like, what? Oh my gosh. Like, I, like you didn't see that yeah. giant line of cars in yeah. front of you. You did that on purpose. That was intentional. <laughs> Everybody's actions here were intentional. Yeah. Yeah. Bad manners, bad etiquette. Bad manners. All right. Uh, although I get it. And I've probably been that jerk at least once or twice in my life where you go, I can't wait. Like, because those intersections, they get all crazy blocked. Yeah. Like the people behind you get crazy too. They're just like, you go. And you're <laughs> like, like you're getting all this weird pressure, like driver pressure. I've had that. And this is where it came up is where I stopped at a green and I was looking behind me and I'm like, is this person going to think I should go? But I'm not because I'm not getting stuck. I hate it. And I'm not great at measuring sometimes because I think that's another thing is that people are go, I think I can just fit. Right. right, where everybody can still kind of get around me. And, you're, <laughs> right. and then you get out there and you're like, oh, I would have to be inside that car for me to just fit. So now I'm blocking the lane. Yeah, I don't uh, like it either. All right, let's talk about, oh, so let's dovetail into shopping because of the blocking, the, the, the truck that was at Sam's. So just out of curiosity, if you grab something off the shelf and later decide you don't want it, what do you do with it? Put it on any shelf you find. <laughs> That's better than just dropping it in the middle of the aisle. <laughs> no, I think you have to give it, you have to put it back where you found it. I, I think I usually do. Yeah. I, I hate that because I don't like to have to go all the way back to an aisle that you started on. Right. But I also don't shop very often, so it doesn't tick me off that much. So have you ever thought, uh, you know, I don't really don't need this, but I don't really want to put it back. So I'm just going to buy it. I'd, I'd rather do that yeah. than just throw something in but, a place that doesn't. That it's I mean, not supposed to go. You can't go to a grocery store or a Walmart right now and, and stand in line in, what, in an actual checkout line and not see an apple, a deck of cards, and something <laughs> right. else in amongst all the candy. Right? Like people yeah, are just like, right. I don't want this apple or right. this or this deck of cards or this sifter. Right? And you're like, they just take it out of their cart and put it in the candy aisle. Yeah. You're like, Who, what is wrong with Like you got to here. <laughs> right. You made it all the way to checkout. And then you're like, look, looked at your cart and like, who put all this random stuff in yeah. my cart? I don't need any of this. 10 minutes ago, myself was an idiot. Right. <laughs> thinking they could afford all this. I don't trust anything I've put in my cart. <laughs> like I'm just. Ugh. It's just when it's funny and I don't know why it bothers me. Um, I worked at a grocery store. That's probably mm -hmm. why. And I had to, when I find stuff, I'd have to, I, I'd have to restock. It, yeah. Uh, and, and people would always. Um, so that we also had this cart of, I forgot what they called it. I think it might've been called overstock and it was all a cart of crap that got somehow put, you know, in, in places place. and all that stuff. And I had to take a, like a long time and go find everywhere to put it back. And I'm like, this could have been avoided if like a lot of people doing little bits of work yeah. could have prevented me, prevented me doing this a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm sure that still happens in stores where oh, they yeah. have the overstock kind of thing, but I'll see something. So it, or the worst is when I see it's a refrigerated item. Yeah. That's like sitting by Agreed. the crackers. I'm like, yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those little things of half and half next right. to some deodorant and next to like a <laughs> syringe or something. And you're like, what, what are people leaving? And like, come on. All right. So, uh, now you get to the checker, right? Yeah. So, and, but you forgot something. Mm. Do you go hold on nope. and run back? Bad etiquette. Or no. do you just go, either I'm going to live without it or I'm going to... I'm taking this stuff to the car and we're going to make one more lap. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, those people that go, hold on, I forgot oranges. And you're like, that's on like that's a long way away. <laughs> right. And you don't want bad oranges, so you're going to want to pick oh, yeah, them so out. Oh, yeah. You're going to like, yeah. <laughs> like, I need, oh, I forgot the watermelon. You're like, oh my God, you're going to sit over there and thump a watermelon for three <laughs> right. minutes. And, and all of your stuff's uh, done. Like, come on. 
Agree, agree. Um, now, I, I will say, if you're the the exception to the rule, I think if you can time it well, if you just get to the checkout and you have a large cart and you have a partner, and your partner can run, I will say, if you get back here in time for in me time, to check out to not hold up the line, perfect, awesome. So I agree. run. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've had some running before, or that's me. Like you know, my yeah. I'll go, I'll do it. Hey, you you stay here, you and start mind the cart. It's I'm going to sprint. Uh, all right. Um, so I've covered the gamut of shopping. If there's any more in that, uh, you just let me know. I've covered driving. Uh, oh, yeah. We, we're at a we need to rate a beer. Yeah. Uh, too many bad manner stuff I got going on here. Um, yeah, that's bad um, manners to not stop and ask <laughs> if we right. need to rate this thing. So let's take a moment. And uh, this uh, section of the show is brought to you by our rating system. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our? Not like our rate. Like, Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> 17 and older, yeah, R rating. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Our G rated section. Um, anyway, so, uh, so Peach Sangria. Yeah. Where, where are you at? Was so I will get St. started. Mm. Have you had any one more to just enjoy that? So uh, I think I'm just going to switch it up and give you my rating first okay. and then uh, and then just uh, simmer on it because um, this thing is awesome. I give it a five. I love this thing. Wow. Yeah. Um, so part of it is probably the fact that it's unique, um, in that I have never had a sangria in a can. Um, I, I, and I feel like we've looked at a lot of cans, so I don't think that it's like, oh, there's this, uh, stockpile of wines and sangrias in a can that, you know, that I'm missing. Um, and I don't even, I'm sure, and I know there are bottled sangrias, but people also make it from recipe like they like. Yeah. I've, we had friends that used to make their own and loved it. And, and theirs was very good as well. I did enjoy it more so than straight wine drinking because I'm not a wine drinker by trade. I'm not either. Um, but for whatever reason, and it's because my proclivity to peach, probably, and if it was a different flavor, it might not have hit the five mark. But for me, love the peach taste. Love, love this peach taste. This is true peach, and when they and it's probably because it's not fake. It says it's made with 100% fruit juice. Maybe that's why, because it tastes really spot on for peach. Um, it has just the amount of car- carbonation, which I was a little leery about because yep. I was like, I, I feel it's like the sparkling. carbonation, right? Because I think of sangria as more of a wine and mm-hmm. less sparkly. And when we've had sparkly wine, the, I think the one that we had, or maybe two, uh, did not go well. So I was like, I really want this to be good. Um, I love this. It's light. Uh, it's not heavy. Um, it is refreshing. I could drink this all day on a Sunday um, and you know, just enjoying the afternoon after cutting the lawn and sitting out and barbecuing. I know huh. that that sounds like beer territory, and it normally is. But if like, or if I went to a, a winery, I would want to this to be an option. So a hundred percent on that. Like if 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 you can get this at a winery, yeah, do this all day. Well, you can't well, apparently at St. James. Technically, <laughs> do this for at least two cans because that would be a full bottle of wine. Yeah, that's plenty. This this is so good. I like uh, so yeah. So, so yeah, you're at a, a solid. I will tell five. people if I can grab more of this, I'm definitely going. You're to. pushing on people, and then if people come over, I'm like, hey, do you, have you ever tried sangria? Because I don't think sangria is also a, a very huge. Thing. It's like it's like port. There's like these little niches of, yeah. of people that like certain things right like port wine and, and sangria so um so i don't like wine right we know right this. i don't yeah, drink I'm not wine. huge wine either but um yeah and um the thing the thing that you said about it's a hundred percent real fruit juice is what's funny to me because <laughs> um usually when i when i opened this and thought oh it's peach i thought i was gonna get that like peach tea taste and that's that fake it's right and you're like oh it's not really that fake peach, like that you're used to going. Oh, that's super peachy. It's not super peachy to me. It's right. it's very. It's a mellow taste. I agree. Love it. Um, I'm a four, but it's because I don't really love wine. But if we went to a winery, yeah. I would drink this over a beer, just to, yeah, yeah. just to pretend like I'm still doing right. the wine thing with people because I feel always feel bad where they're like, yes, T- let's yeah. taste test some wine. I'm like, do you have anything that tastes like? beer but looks like wine and like just put it in a cup pretend it like i always yeah. feel bad but hell, this is awesome yeah it's it's really good really yeah. really good so i gave it a four but it's only because i'm not a huge wine fan. i don't think i would drink i would drink a couple of these uh, like and I, I will tell people about these i'm like yeah, we ought to get these for stuff <laughs> but 
Um, I got your point. I probably wouldn't drink these after mowing the yard. Uh, just because I don't really have the taste for wine after I'm yeah, the yard. Yeah, I, I think I was just like sort of setting the stage for that. You're more ritzy than I am, apparently. Because um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, no, it's really good. It is really good. If it's, I had a riding lawnmower, I might drink these while mowing. <laughs> yeah, these are definitely a while mowing, not after mowing. You need uh, a beer after mowing. These I, are while mowing. I agree. I, I think what I was just mowing may have been the wrong sentiment, <laughs> I'm but just kidding. it's sort of that that Sunday afternoon. Yeah, no, this is this just is chilling. Sit back on the patio in a patio yeah, in a absolutely. spring, nice spring day yeah. where you can you know you got the wind kind of. Ruffling, oh man! I got the whole setup in my yeah, you do in my in my head. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it was a good pick. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, I was. I was again. I thought this could go either way. <laughs> yeah, canned um, wine. Like right. we've we've had bad canned wine. Yes. here. So, all right, awesome. Where are we going next? Uh, we're still in manners, but we're going to the movie theater. Oh. Hate the movie theater. I know, but I I wanted to put passion. it in here because because um, you love the movie theater. Well, uh, just a couple of things. Um, my biggest one is uh, well, I actually have a few. Turn off your phone, stop talking, and don't bring toddlers to movies that aren't G-rated cartoons. But my biggest pet peeve is when people um, leave and it looks like everything that they bought at the concession stand blew up. Yeah. Like a bomb exploded in their yeah. lap and just there's popcorn and Twizzlers and soda everywhere. Right. I and worked I, at a movie theater. I'm aware of those people <laughs> very, yeah. very well. And I do feel bad for those workers. I know it's their job, but yeah. dang man, like it just oh, do a little bit of like crowd control, uh, a munchie control. I mean, like when you're at your house, there's right. no way you wake, you get up from your couch and it is annihilated. Right. Is some of these and things. That was I've always seen. my point is it, when you watch a movie on your VHS tape at home, do you completely destroy your entire house? If not, why do you do that here? Like, why do you spill everything you bought? Like, we, there's 100 ounces of soda in your spot. Like, yeah. you had to go back and get a refill and spill it, too. Like, we always sell it 32 ounces at a time. Right. Like, how many times did you go back and spill it here? Like, right. Those people drive me nuts. I, and there's popcorn everywhere. It's like they popped it there, but didn't have any kind of lid on it. Oh yeah, and, and uh, just an, just an open walk with with yeah. pop. Yeah. And I've seen people actively because you know I'll sit around and kind of wait for people to to you know leave. I don't like trying to get in a line, right. right? So, and I'll just actively see people sort of have something in their hand, take one final whatever, and just set it down. I'm like, okay, I, you couldn't even just take their you're walking trash by cans. the trash can. Yeah, they have them strategically placed. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, they are. Right where you just walk through and you don't have to do much. Just your arm reaches out and drops the stuff that you... Yeah. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Bad manners. Bad etiquette. People are dumb. Um, so this happened to me um, last week. Uh, I arrived first uh, at a... My um, niece was having a, a little recital um, uh -huh. in her school and uh, got there. Had to park across the street because... Every it's they have two a year, so all the parents and grandparents come, and it was the first one I came to as the uncle, and I got there first, and I jump, I get in line just naturally, and then the line forms after me. What right. about people that you know who show up later? What's the etiquette or manners? Is it okay for them to all join me in my spot in line, or should they be in theirs? I mean, technically, they should just you should save them seats, but they should be at the back. You should get in line in the order in which you came. However, yeah. if you are in front and you go, I'm saving four seats, great. You're saving four seats. I get it. Right. But so you're just, so this one I was torn on because I obviously, you know, they just walked up and we started talking and I'm like, but sometimes when I've seen but that. But the people behind right. you are like, oh, you are kidding me. Well, and they all came sort of separately. My sister came first. It's her kid. So she was, and I were talking. So they saw one person come up and cut in and then. Uh, my parents came, so that's a set of two. Cut in. Then my wife came. <laughs> like they were, I could just only you imagine. Did, yeah, they're like, if this person has any more family members, I'm gonna be throw a fit. <laughs> right. You have a riot at a kid's ballerina or ballet yeah. recital. I'm almost. I was kind of half in my mind. I thought it would be hilarious if some stranger from the back of the line just came up and joined us and was like, "I know you guys too." Right. <laughs> we all know you. Yeah. Your, your kid goes to the same school my kid goes to. <laughs> Uh, all right. So yeah, that etiquette. Well, yeah, that one's a that's fringy for me. Probably because you know 
Because it just happened. It just happened. And then yep. could you imagine all of us being spaced out in the line? And I'm kind of looking down the line. Oh, oh there's my sister. There's my parents. And then farther down the line is my wife. And I'm going to save them all seats. Well, so it's to me, and this may not be accurate, but it's different when you're the first person or in the very front of the line or when you're somewhere yeah, in the middle. Right. When you're in the very front, everyone's looking at you. All <laughs> the eyes are going forward at right. you and you're just hoarding family members into the front, right? Like right. if you're in the middle, people are like, well, whatever. Like they don't care. It's less. Yeah, definitely. They care less. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, so that was a good one. Um, I threw some work ones in here. Again, this came up specifically to me. <laughs> Tell me if you uh, get this at all. Don't schedule meetings after 3 p.m. on Friday unless it's a fire drill. I don't, don't even schedule a fire. I don't want to hear it if it's a fire drill. <laughs> yeah, we right. actually just made a – we just did a working agreement at work and said no. no. Fr- we have one meeting on Friday. It's called Fun Friday, and we just play games. Literally for half an hour as a team, we get to know each other and like play fun games together. That's the only meeting we can have on Friday, period. Right on. Which we had a similar something in, in, um, we had no meeting afternoons on Fridays. Everybody's in a different time zone. So it starts to kind of whatever. But then, you know, when you got that one and all of a sudden it comes in on at a four o'clock in your time and you go, what? This couldn't wait. It could. Um, It hundred percent can. It could. Um, we don't make dialysis machines. No one's dying. And so. this one was the worst one that I actually um, started telling people about. <laughs> is that I was uh, backing someone up who was out of office for the week, and oh. um, and in uh, around three three thirty, in comes a, hey, you're backing up this person. Would you mind setting up a meeting for mid next week with the following people on them so that we can uh, hash out this uh, this issue? So that they know the issue and they know the people. Uh huh. And, Just set it up. I mean, and like, it's not even, can you set this meeting up right now because the it's on fire? It's for next week. It's for the ne- the week. Right. And Monday is when the person's coming back into office. I go, I, I'm just got to ask this question. Can this not wait until that person comes back in on Monday morning? Right. And they're like, I guess. Or are like, you, you guess? <laughs> or are you not capable of just booking a meeting? True. <laughs> With, you you know the issue and oh. you know the people. And you know the person who's supposed to do it is coming back on, on Monday? Just do it for him. Yeah, don't get me started on that. We've talked a lot like, about why, that in the past. Why is that a problem? Our somehow our job titles have gotten us to where we're meeting setter uppers. Right. And if and if you're like not a PM, program manager, whatever, if you're like, you know, engineer. Oh, I can't. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't have I the capacity to set, set up, up a meeting in Outlook. Like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, Freaking help us out. We're all on the same team here, right? Like, just just book the meeting. Come on. Anyway, I'm gonna say this is a, this is where I thought we were gonna rate a beer because we've talked a longer. Holy Moses! I know. It, that's how it goes. Where yeah. I have like, I'm like, oh, I got these bullet points, um, and we probably won't spend a lot of time on it. But then we have fun. Yeah, all the way Berating through. Berating all the people that were yeah. way better than. Well, and I'll be honest, the first... <laughs> tongue-in-cheek, people. The, no, it's not. It. <laughs> because the first three, I was the one who was guilty of it. So then I was, right. I, I was excited to have something that I could dog. And I'm letting line. the people cut in line. So. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're super guilty. And moving people's stuff within an hour of them setting it down. Right. So we're just as guilty as some of these as others. So If you think of any, let me know. The last part of what I have today are what I just thought would be fun things, um, weird manners and etiquette of the past. Oh, things that used to be sort of, uh, you know, remember that one time you made me put, um, wife etiquette on my, on yes. my kitchen. Um, Still there, right? It is. I love it. Wife etiquette from so the fifties. Right. It's like, Hey, you should make sure you greet, your, keep, yeah. greet your, greet your husband when he comes home from work with a, a warm smile. Cause you know, he's had a hard day mm-hmm. and you have it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's still on our, that's awesome. In a, in a house full that I'm the only male. <laughs> it's still on. Because the, I challenged you, right? I said, put that board. on, put that on your fridge and see and how, how long, long it takes, it takes yep. someone in your house to burn that yeah. in front of you. Like we've had some listen, good you sexist pig. Yeah. We've had some good laughs about it. It's like, <laughs> that's awesome. People have come over and noticed it and like, yep. All right, so do you want to hear some fun, outdated etiquette? I do. Things that may uh, don't really apply uh, anymore. Uh, so this was, these are all these are things that um, used to be very proper, you know, okay. and, and you were looked down upon if you did something other than. Uh, so the man should always walk on the left side of a woman. On the left side. Yeah. It stems from the Middle Ages. This is way outdated. Um, that uh, when knights wore their swords on their left side. So, you know, it just kind of kept her out of harm's way and uh, made it, you know, 
so oh. it wasn't in the way. Gotcha. But it seems like that kind of carried on for a long time. Yeah. It was like, it's like, oh, you should be walking. And that this feels side. more natural, to be honest. I mean, like having your, like we go somewhere more formal or we're walking down the street, having like my wife will hold on to my arm. It's always my right arm. Yeah. So I'm always on her left side. And when you get married? Yeah, it's always it's left always, and right, right? Yeah. So that that's really held true. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people, I've heard a lot of. And I do carry a sword, so I think that's appropriate. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, that's the R-rated version. Yeah. Of this, uh, <laughs> but I love it. We got to give it one of those. Um, wow. Uh, and and uh, as of late, I've seen a bunch of uh, people who are, uh, that um, it's like, oh, I always walk uh, on the street side. Uh, so I'm going to take the car for you. I'm just going to let you know if a car pops up and over the over the edge, we're both going out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'll walk on that side, sure. <laughs> you know, if you feel a little bit more safe. But if a car hops that thing, I mean, we're right. we're, we're both, both toast. We're both hitting it. I have changed sides of wh- how I walk based on where I think danger is to be in between. Right, right. But it's never because I'm afraid a car is going to hop. It's more. Like I think there's weird there's weird crowd forming somewhere, yeah, and you're yeah. like, we're gonna walk by this. I'm gonna walk in between yeah, sure. you and the 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 weird crowd that's going on, or the homeless man that's yelling obscenities for no reason and shouting at a light pole. I'm like, ah, we'll keep. I'm gonna be in between you two, right? But yeah, it brings to mind. Uh, do you remember we were at that bar, Chris, uh, New Year's Eve, and it was packed, guild to guild, you know, guild to guild, and there was this weird group next to us, and you and I both steady moved to where we were because they were out of control and we thought these people are going to start throwing. Oh, it was going to be a riot. And yeah, yeah. And I'm like, uh, and so you and I um, posted up, um, you know, like with our backs yeah. to them, but yeah. like formed a bit of a wall and we're like, we're just going to plant it right here. Yep. Just going to stay here. Um, all right. Uh, so I'm such a menacing force. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> this goes back to another old outdated man, woman thing. Don't shake a woman's hand unless she offers. Hmm. Uh, it used to be that men really had no right to take a lady's hand until it was offered, but in today's yeah. uh, world, um, We're basically, all equal apparently now. Yeah, Miss Ed, uh, the etiquette says um, you should shake anyone's hand. You should, and uh, not wait, uh, which I agree with. Um, wedding gifts should be based on the host's head uh, price per head, which I think that's still lingering. I hear that here and there, but like basically, if you kind of know what the price per head is, that you kind of gear your. How would you gift. know that? I know, and that's really kind of where it fell out of fashion. Is like you would have to really find out. Um, but then you can also get a gift after the wedding, which actually dovetails into the huh. next one. Is um, you have a year to send a wedding gift is really no longer the etiquette. They say don't wait any longer than a month. Um, huh. But uh, you know, if you don't get a wedding gift or bring it to, and then you 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 know you're like, oh, I, it was a it was a non open bar. I had to pay for all my drinks. And we got um, just a, a bowl of mustachole. Uh, maybe you might downsize your gift. I don't know. It seems kind of. That seems weird. It's, and that's why it's outdated. Okay, um, good. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just, yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, and then the rule of thumb in the etiquette book is give a give a gift that's in the price range that makes sense for your budget. Um, I love that you use the rule of thumb, which is you cannot beat your wife with some a stick bigger than your thumb to talk about an outdated <laughs> wedding thing, which is also outdated. Because you can use any size stick you want. <laughs> Just kidding. That's right. Um, yes, we do not advocate for that at all. No. Um, no elbows on the table. Probably, I know I heard that as a kid. Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's still, I still look at people and go, oh, like, I probably do it as well, though. But there's people that you go, oh, they're just like, basically folded up and slouchy all over their bowl and you're like, or like all over their plate. And you're like, that's so rude. Yeah. So I think what they, and they actually addressed when I was reading some of this, like some of these outdated ones, cause I'm like, Oh, these are kind of fun. Um, it was not really talking about in the act of eating. It said, if you're actually eating, don't put your, don't put your elbows on the sides of the plate. Right. It's more when you're at a restaurant and you're waiting and you're talking, it actually said lean into the person um, talking um, if you're just enjoying drinks right. and waiting for your food, and that way your your elbows on the table, but you're actually engaging in yeah, conversation. It's, it's good nonverbal cues, right? I'm engaged. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm focused. Right. Yeah. Uh, adults dressing addressing others as uh, Mr. or Mrs. That doesn't really happen anymore. If you meet somebody that's like your kid's friends, parents, or uh, somebody at, you know work, unless your culture at your work prescribes it, right. usually you call people by the first name. Unless it's a teacher. Like, I think teachers, we still do that. Oh, this is, maybe it's Mr. or Mrs. and their first name. Usually it's their first name now. Which is weird. Yeah. Oh, this is Miss Katie. Yes, yes. So, <laughs> but yeah. 
Uh, and I agree with that. It's, it's kind of morphed, but you know, for people other than teachers, um, it's, it's safe to call people by their first name unless they specifically ask for it. Um, I did not go to medical school to be called by my first name. You will call me doctor. That's right. If uh, I spent 12 years in school, you have to call me by what I want. Here's an interesting one that that's ha- that. So it apparently drinking to your own toast. Um, it, it was so it's was faux pas. Like if somebody was toasting you, right? Say it's your birthday, and uh, you don't get to drink. You don't drink because it's akin to applauding for yourself, right? You so, don't applaud for yourself. <laughs> well, now you do. <laughs> now, Everybody's just applauding everything they do. Um, <laughs> do you not get a trophy anymore? No. Um, that's weird. Thank yeah. God that fell out of style. So, but that was a big thing. Um, huh. Back in the past, it was like you, you just, you accept the toast. And right. then if you it's make a toast, you, you uh, drink. Also with toasting, you're not supposed to clink glasses. Um, in, in a while back, that was where'd, really bad. Where'd appara- that come from then? Like it, apparently less um, manufactured well glasses because it could lead to, uh, cr- you know, breaking yeah. glasses. But um, essentially, back in the day, you were just supposed to lift your hand, like you know, yeah. you uh, up in the uh-huh. air. So the whole clinking thing, yeah, I'm with you. sort of evolved, and now people do it, obviously, yeah. and it's not not bad etiquette. It's just kind of uh, been accepted. Huh. Um, right. This one dates all the way back to 1890. Never ask a direct question. I loved this one because I thought for a week I would love to try to live this. 1890. 1890. Victorians found it incredibly rude to ask a direct question. So you you don't ask somebody like how are you doing. You say I hope you're doing well, and then like or if you go oh, you Jesus. don't go. Do you like that food I prepared you? It is. I hope the food is going down well. And you hope that they respond yes. in a positive manner. Yes. That putting them on the That's spot funny. as a direct question was very huh. rude. I thought that would be kind of fun just to see. I don't think anybody would notice because I think I think you could do it to a in a in a manner that just was natural if you were thinking about it, but yeah. other people weren't. It's, it would take such intentionality though <laughs> yes. for me to not ask. Did you like? There seems That's to my be... whole game is on a <laughs> right. scale of one to ten. How good is this right. for you? Like my whole game is intention, like me, intentional questions. Me coming into the kitchen like there is stuff on the island that isn't mine. Um, I hope it doesn't bother I, anyone. I hope it. I hope it <laughs> goes to a space that is someone else's. Uh, in 1900, children should never contradict. So that's fallen out. Yeah. Um, one of the rules childs were children were expected to follow is childs. being seen and not heard. Childs should keep their opinions to themselves. That is a complete. I'd say 180. I wish they days. would though. Right. Shut up. Shut up. Tell you have a good opinion. <laughs> right. You know nothing. You haven't listened to me enough to have a good opinion. <laughs> That's right. Listen to me more. Talk less. That's you will right. learn something. You will have an opinion when you're 18. Uh, let's see. I think I'm on the last couple here. Yeah, I just got two more left. In 1900s, did you know what the calling cards? Like you go, hey, that's their calling card. That was an actual thing. If you showed up somebody's house to, to come visit them and they weren't there, that you were supposed to leave an actual card. And then that card was supposed to be left by the woman. It had its own set of standards, but that was the main one. Is that the the wife um, wrote, wrote a card that says we came by? Yes. It's like the pre-phone, pre-voicemail, pre-texting. You know, you write a card that says, I came here to visit and you weren't here. Please call upon us later at your earliest convenience. It's your convenience. I, we, we rode in a carriage here. It took us three days. <laughs> we couldn't call in advance because there are no phones. If so, it was that far away, I would hope you would uh, send a telegram or a something. letter ahead of time to say we're coming. But if you're in the same city, you, you know, back in the day, you could yeah. still, you know, yeah, you go across and town, it. Yeah, right? Somebody, no one's there. You're right. like, dang it. They went to the store. Yeah. Uh, and it was the fact that it was only the wife or the woman, the female, had that to was write supposed to letter. write and, and put the card down. Like if somebody saw some, a man putting a card down, like, I don't have my wife with me. I promise. Like, it's just okay. I wonder, it's probably because she had better penmanship. Yeah, <laughs> I can read it. My better. wife does. Oh, so does mine. My, I, I print and everything, I and I love it because um, I think printing is actually very, very efficient and yeah. economical and uh, and very easy to read. Um, but um, it is, it's not uh, formal, uh, if you will. And no. then the last one, um, this was interesting from 1915, going back to weddings. But uh, the last couple were way back, so um, uh, wedding guests. Um, couldn't get in unless they had a card, an admittance card. Uh, so you didn't necessarily have to RSVP. That wasn't a thing. But you had to bring your, but you had to bring your you. card 
and um, they would not let you in. It was sort of a job of somebody to go, you know, show me that you're uh, huh. okay to be here, um, which I thought was kind of wild. That is kind of wild. And it, uh, could you imagine? You're like, I forgot my card. You can't get in. But I'm like the cousin. Right. Too bad. You, if you ask them, they'll know me. Eh, sorry. Doesn't matter. Go get your card. Maybe you'll make it back you for the a, uh, for the toast. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's weird. Yeah, I like it. Did you think of anything? I know we're kind of we're at time actually a little bit over, but um, any any manners etiquette things that I didn't cover that you covered the driving one, and I covered every time we talk about driving. But please stop texting and driving. Get off your phones. I think that's yeah. one of the rudest things I see these days is people pretending like their phone is more important than the safety of all the people around them. So I'm going to PSA that one yes. one more yeah. time. Take the pledge. Even though I I constantly every time we talk about it, I get. It's the one thing that grinds my gears. So that one, that one yeah. I feel like is super rude. Like there's nothing going on on your phone that's more important than you wrecking into me and me dying because of your phone. That's dumb. Yeah. And turn on that thing that auto replies. So you, you, yeah. even if you feel like you're one of those people that can't wait 24 hours to text and you feel like you have to text back, you know, there's settings you. now that, yeah. that say, hey, I'm, uh, I'm valuing other people's lives. I'll get to you right. when, uh, when I'm not crashing because of it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I will. I have adjusted GPS on the fly, and I do. I feel bad about it when I'm doing it because I'm like, this is kind of like texting, but I'm, tr-, you know, um, yeah. and I'll look. Yeah. So, um, but uh, for yeah, don't don't. Text. There are people who just put that on there, but, do it, but yeah, I feel yeah. like that's one of those where it's like it's a habitual. It's either there's the people that do it and the people that hate it. Yep. Right. I I'm think. Hate the, it. I think. Yeah. For a while there, when it was new, people didn't quite know. Right. They're like, oh, texting's kind of new, especially this level of texting. Right. And then I can you know, do something real quick. Yeah. And then a couple of news stories come out where it's like, oh, this person was killed eight people because, yeah. you know, they said, oh, I, I would like a roast beef sandwich. Right. I mean, it's just not worth it. Yeah. Be there in 10. <laughs> Wham. Right. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, did you have fun on this one? Drinking a sangria, talking manners? I did. Thank you very much for offering this knowledge. You're welcome, my good sir. <laughs> I feel like that was good manners. Thanks you. <laughs> Thanks you. May I please end the show now, ladies and gentlemen? See how nicely I asked? I'll take your silence as a yes, and you're very much welcome.